you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35. Hello. 
Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. Hi, I'm Kate Spencer. Hi. <laughs> um, we are not experts. <laughs> We're just your friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just a quick reminder to please, please, please fill out our listener survey. It is at www.survey.fan slash forever35. Again, that is www.survey.fan slash forever35. And also, we have a Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. But there's also a brand new, amazing Facebook group for our sister podcast, G Thanks Just Bought It. And that is at facebook.com slash groups slash G Thanks. It's already been and so it's a helpful party. for me. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Truly. Yes. Sorry, Kate. Dory. I'm just moisturizing my cheeks right now. Oh, multitasking. <laughs> I had to, I just keep feeling my cheeks and they're so dry. And I just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it while we're recording. Which brings me I to like my, it. my topic of the day, which is I need a thick T-H-I-C-C face moisturizer. Okay. Give me the lay of the land here. Dory, I want like... I want to like, what's the word? Spackle? Like I want to like uh-huh. layer cream, like thick cream on my face, especially at night. And I want to wake up with my face feeling moist like a sponge that's been soaking in dishwater. Oh, that sounds kind of stinky. <laughs> is that, is that too much? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, I I I get what you're saying though. Um, you're waking up feeling dry. I am, and I'm eager. F- I guess it's a night cream, but I actually like to use heavier creams during the day too. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like the the cr- like the cream I have now is not heavy enough. Like I'm I'm about to go buy some Pond's night cream because I feel like that might be what I'm looking for. I don't I just want to What are you cream. using now? Can, may I ask? Okay. Um I kind of have a a varied routine. Like for example, last night I did my Vintner's Daughter products. But I'm mm-hmm, finding like mm-hmm. that is not moisturizing enough. And so I also have a cream by Emergency. Um but even that, and it's a nice moisturizer, but even that does not, does not feel like heavy enough. What else, are you, what else are you putting on your face? Like when I wash it? Like, and then, yeah, like, are well, you putting okay. on any serums? Like what else is happening? Yes. Well, part of this, I think, is because I've introduced a small amount of retinol into my nighttime routine. Uh-huh. So that is. Okay. Oh, oh, look at you putting on the oh, detective right. hat. My detective hat is on. (laughs) 
So I think that's making me a little flakier, but I around my nose. But I also I also get my upper cheek zone gets very dry, and that's been an ongoing thing. Now, okay, okay. So here's two products I'm considering. So I received a sample of Skin Ceuticals Triple Lipids Lotion, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. was like the freaking best. And I like I squeezed every drop out of this sample and i kept the container like in the hopes that like miraculously more would appear i don't know what i was thinking but (laughs) so i've done that that is a that is a pricey option but i loved it like i fucking pardon my language but i i did i fucking loved it then last night i was relaxing by watching one of those vogue videos where celebrities do their makeup and skincare routines in a mirror have you ever watched mm, those? Mm-hmm. No, but they're, go on. Oh, they're <laughs> very comforting. Like there is, I could sit there for 20 minutes and watch like Jessica Alba contour. It's so soothing. Well, last night I I dabbled in the Hillary Duff uh, episode, I guess you call it. After, of course, watching Kendall Jenner's architectural digest tour of her home. I mean, I was really going all in. And Hillary Duff uses a vegan skincare product called glycoline which i had never heard of have you ever heard of this brand no Mm-mm. like glycoline glycoline or glycoline I, I don't know g-l-y-c-e-l-e-n-e i was actually going to text jackie johnson and see if she's heard of it because it is a vegan brand they have something called the repair cream a rich anti-aging frankincense night cream which that sounded kind of delicious hmm. I just want a thick ass cream. Um, I have a couple of thoughts. Okay, lay it on me. My first thought. Well, first, let me ask a question. Are you using the retinol every night? No, I do it two times a week. Okay. Um, have you ever used Vanna cream? Mm, yeah, I have a big jug of it in my bathroom for body i don't know if they make they might make a separate face um moisturizer i believe they do oh intriguing vanna cream um or maybe yeah i think they i think they make a separate i have not used it but i've just heard um that this is like the cream to use if you're really dry actually it doesn't look like they have a separate um a separate face lotion so you could you could slather some of that on your face maybe okay, i that. like this suggestion i like this also aquaphor uh-huh oh god but that's like a very thick look hey i'm just going thick. by what you said you said you wanted a thick a thick thick cream with two c's I did, but that's what you face. said i did i did okay. well, can i you can put can i tell you two face? things two things that i like mm-hmm. i put on the beneath your mask heel whipped skin souffle i like putting that yes. on my face that's yes. really nice and then that is very thick it, it is and then the other night i used this summer fridays jet lag mask at bedtime i instagrammed a photo mm. of myself and I woke up feeling very moist, like a sponge. So that was an interesting kind of like nighttime 
mask situation, but I'll give your suggestions. The Vanna cream is interesting, and I know I have a jug of it sitting about 10 feet away from me. Yeah, so I don't know. You could try that. The other thing that you could try, and this is like a big gun, but you could try okay. it, is Egyptian magic. I oh, I am wary of these suggestions, Dory. Really? Why? Because to me, Egyptian magic is like what I put on my elbows. Okay, now, but it's just super a, hydrating. Is it? Or is it just creating a barrier where nothing else can get in? Hmm, I mean, it might be doing that. (laughs) But isn't that what you need? You need like an occlusive. I think I do. Okay. All right. I I don't have any Egyptian magic right now, but I I do know I can get some. I believe our Midwest correspondent, our former Midwest correspondent, Norm McInerney, said that she busts out the Egyptian magic in the winter when she used to live in Minnesota. So. Wow. For her face? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't recall. But like, you know, you said you were super dry. So I do want something on my cheeks. Okay. Egyptian I mean, magic I is intriguing. I wouldn't I wouldn't pour like the whole jar on your face. <laughs> Maybe just like some dabbing on your face. <laughs> uh, you don't think I should like scoop it out with a no okay no all right no i mean i even put some like i have some very old la mer floating around and i put that on but that didn't do any it didn't do anything i keep that just to smell to remind me of my mom but yeah what yeah i feel like it's not like pond's age miracle night cream i mean i know people have used ponds for like a hundred years that's what elizabeth warren uses apparently i have not ever used it um but it's worth a shot time to time to break out the pawns on this podcast okay (laughs) all right there's a lot here well anyway sorry i didn't mean to take up the entire podcast talking about my dry cheeks but that's that is where i am where i am at how are you doing over there fine you know you've got some big news yeah, but you have something to share that I feel like is very exciting. <laughs> that I finally found my pandemic bralette. Yeah, and you like posted a photo of it on Instagram, which I feel like I is did. like you're in a committed relationship with a bralette. I am. Well, you know, I feel like it's tough for us larger chested gals to find a bralette that really works for us. Dory, I have a question. Yes. Isn't a bralette, is a bralette just a bra? What's a bralette? <laughs> I believe that a bralette usually refers to a bra without underwire that from from what I have gathered is like one that doesn't even have like a class. Like it's almost like a sports bra, but it's often like they, they, they're like lacy or you know what I mean? Yes, like kind of pretty. Yeah, kind of pretty. <laughs> um, the one that I have found, it's like nice. I wouldn't call it like sexy, um, but it's super comfortable. It's the women's crossback lounge bralette from the Auden line at Target. It's super comfortable. It's like vaguely supportive, like as supportive as a bralette can be that has no underwire. Um it's only fourteen ninety nine, so That's love that price point. Great price, 
Yeah. I mean, I had been looking at bralettes that were like $50 and being like, oh, I guess I'll guess I just have to spend $50 on a bralette. And then I found this one and I was like, oh, um, I bought one and then I recently bought two more. It has removable pads also. I usually don't like pads, but I actually like the pads on this one. It kind of makes me feel more like supported somehow. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like a shield. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Kate. Now, the one thing I will say is it does come in a plus size version. I believe it goes up to three or four X, but the plus size version is $18. Oh, that's love. Yeah. So Target, I don't like your plus size tax. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, And I must confess to being completely ignorant about if this is a common practice when in plus sizes. So I apologize for not knowing more, but that's bullshit. It is a common practice. It is a common practice. And I think um, companies are getting called out for it more, but yeah, it's totally common practice. It's common practice for women's clothes. It's common practice for men's clothes. Um, It sucks. Really sucks. But um, I love this bralette. So I just wanted to mention it. Are you wearing it right now as we record? Oh, I sure am. Ooh, you know I am. That's an endorsement. It's on right now. <laughs> it really is. It is on right now. So we will link to it in the show notes, but get the to Target and get the Sprawlet. Okay, I will. What's, I'm sorry, you said, is the sizing small, medium, oh, yes. large? Extra the sizing, large, extra, extra large. Yes. And then the plus size, um, I believe... I believe it's 1X to 4X. It might be just 3X. I don't okay. recall off the top of my head. Um, but it's it's great. It's really and great. And really what bra. size are you wearing, Dory? I'm wearing a large. Okay, interesting. Okay, good to know. So that might um, mean I would go to extra large, just kind of planning here, planning and plotting. I think we're the same bra size, though. But is it, but I'm like a 36D. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay. Well, I'll see you in the large then. I mean, look, get whatever size you want. I'm just saying, I think, (laughs) I think you might be, uh, you might be a large. Actually, I think the plus size goes, I think the plus size goes up to 4X. Good. Um, Just as an FYI. All right. Well, should we take a little break? Oh my gosh. Yes. And then we will be back uh, with some listeners. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynam it can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio it can be learning to cook indian food or designing a space that you love masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors so whether you want to master like negotiation with chris voss or think like a boss with martha stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with petra collins 
Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. All right. We're back. We're back. We received so many thoughtful responses to a listener who wrote in questioning whether or not she identified as bisexual. I mean, just the best responses from so many wonderful people. So, so thank many. you. We are, we are going to share some of them now. And um, hopefully that listener is listening. But if not, it still helps the rest of us. Um, our first email. Hi, Kat and Dor. I'm 31 years old and have been with my husband since I was 17. I'm bisexual and it took until my late 20s to admit that to myself, much less come out to anyone. As a high schooler, I thought that I was a straight girl who was just also attracted to girls. The idea of a girl crush is very confusing, which it sounds like the listener was struggling with too. As a note, that's just biphobia. A crush is a crush. In my early 20s, I tried not to acknowledge that part of myself at all. I thought, I'm happily married, and I'm happily and monogamously married, and I fully intend to spend my whole life with my husband, so why does it matter who else I'm attracted to? I pushed that part of myself away and left it to rot, which was a damaging choice. 
Embracing my sexuality has felt like coming home. I've never so much as kissed a woman, but that doesn't change who I am. Having to, quote, prove your sexuality is also biphobia. Embracing being queer and loving my full self has changed my life and has made me finally feel like I belong in the queer spaces where I've always felt the most comfortable. Listener and Dory, you don't have to be exactly 50-50 equally attracted to men and women. You don't have to be attracted to all genders the same way. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You don't have to have specific experiences to be valid. You're valid as you are. If you identify as bisexual, you are. You don't have to pass a test. You don't have to be, quote, gay enough. You are valid and you are welcome. Sending you love, courage, and full acceptance. Oh, that's so sweet. So sweet. Thank Thank you. you. Hmm. Email number two. I love our listeners. Dory, literally, I do too so much. I, I, it's like my number one gratitude practice is just like fucking the, these people who listen to this podcast are amazing. They're truly amazing. Oh, (sighs) would you like me to read number two? Take it away. Okay. I've been with my now husband since we were 20 married at 27. I'm now 35. I didn't realize I was bisexual until I was 29 or 30. Like the listener, I grew up having crushes on boys and, quote, admiring women celebrities. I truly think lack of representation in my Southern conservative town and pop culture generally made this realization difficult. Through therapy and following queer women in media, podcasts, comedians, writers, I realized my identity as a bisexual woman. What does this mean practically for me? I, quote, came out to my husband and some friends. When I do watch porn, I watch the kind that turns me on without shame or fear. When asked on medical forms or in other surveys, I choose bisexual. If I'm ever asked directly, I say bisexual, but honestly, that rarely happens as I'm married to a man. My husband and I are not currently interested in opening our marriage. Since we both had limited experience prior to committing to one another, read one and only sexual partner. We always left the option open that if either of us felt we really needed slash wanted another experience that it would be up for discussion. This agreement was before I realized my identity, but it still applies. Currently, I'm very satisfied with everything. I'm open where and when it matters. This has also made me cognizant of many other bisexual women who may be partnered with men or bisexual men with women. I'm now careful about assuming someone's sexual identity based on the gender or gender presentation of their partner or spouse. When talking to my six-year-old, I never assume the identity of her future partner and use gender-neutral terms. I'm glad this listener wrote in, and she's definitely not alone. It's never too late to discover new parts of yourself. Hmm. Again, so insightful. Very, very insightful. I also like this uh, practice of kind of what we impart to our children about Mm -hmm. sexuality and kind of gender quote unquote norms. I think that's so important. I I really strive for that with my kids, um, especially in talking about their like crushes or their identities and pronouns. And and they are pretty thoughtful about it too, which feels really cool because I, I, everything like I was raised with such a like heteronormative upbringing Mm -hmm. that was never even that was never even like offered as a consideration totally totally all right we have another email 
Hello, Kate and Dory, an occasional listener, first time emailer. Also caveat, I'm a young black woman in her early 20s, single, so not married, but privately I do identify as bi. However, I do have some ideas of advice for the listener's question about exploring questioning their sexual identity while still staying monogamous and committed to her marriage to her husband. One, the idea you guys mentioned of simply trying out the label of bisexual to see how it feels and fits in terms of identity is a great idea. Two, learn more about the LGBTQ plus community in general. And depending on the listener's comfort with the idea, she could get more involved in it. For example, there are many casual events I have heard, although many are now probably virtual Zoom, but still existing, particularly in LGBTQ communities centered and focused on poetry, book clubs, finding support systems, art, friendships, learning about famous LGBTQ plus historical figures, drag shows, etc., so forth. Three, just a reminder, the listener does not have to have had sex with a woman to know they are attracted to them, just as many straight people cannot have had sex yet know they are straight. Thus, who you are attracted to sex slash sexual identity does not necessarily correlate directly to having had experience or not. Also, right now, if the label of bisexual is not yet something they are certain of, the Q stands for questioning and is also a valid and welcome part of the community. Also, in the end, even if none of the labels stick, allies are always appreciated and no pressure. Discovery of oneself can take time. And although this might sound weird coming from someone so much younger, I want to say that I'm proud of this listener and glad that they felt comfortable sharing that they are maybe discovering something new about themselves and maybe opening the door for others of all ages who listen to find a greater understanding of oneself. Mm. I have chills reading that. I, know. I, I realize so I sound very amazing. emo, but this was just so like such thoughtful advice and an amazing perspective. Thank you, listener. All right. We have have one more, Dory. I'm going to hand the mic off to you now. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory. I was listening to Minnesota Gift with Purchase and wanted to respond to the listener who was rethinking her sexuality while being married. I'm 39 and have been married for three years. A little over a year ago, my husband came out as genderqueer. He is pronoun ambivalent, so I still use he. It was a gradual process. He became interested in drag makeup after I turned him on to Drag Race. And he lost all of his hair during cancer treatment, including his dense Italian chest hair, something everyone associated with him. With the disappearance of this nearly lifelong symbol of masculinity, he began exploring femme clothing and wearing lipstick and mascara outside the house. I was supportive of his exploration, but we also had ongoing talks about what this meant for him and for our relationship. Through our open communication, we were able to understand that his gender identity does not affect our relationship or connection. He is still the exact same person I married, but has a fuller, more honest sense of self. He's also come to identify as pansexual, even though he's only been with women and we have a monogamous relationship. This is just another piece of his identity that helps him know himself better. I myself had relationships with men and women before we got together, but never really connected with the label. Bisexual always seemed to carry too many myths and assumptions, at least in the 90s, but I think that is changing. I now resonate with the term queer, since it is broad, but still connotes LGBTQIA plus status. All this to say is that I hope the listener can explore her sexuality and share her feelings with her spouse. 
Sexual identity is not solely linked to who you've been with, but what you feel is true for you. There is such a vast spectrum on which sexuality and gender identity exists, and we should all have the freedom to ponder our own identity at any point in our lives. Some suggestions I have for the listener is first sharing this with her spouse and then explore by sharing fantasies together, trying sex toys or different methods of sex and or consuming queer porn, but maybe avoid the lesbian scenes that are made primarily for men. Also, yes to therapy. 35 forever. Repressed sexuality. Never. What a sign off. Sign off. (laughs) I love it. I love Um, it too. Those are great suggestions. Yes. I think, thank you. I think this is just wonderful. Thank you so much um, for being so great. All you listeners out there. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, yeah. I'm just so grateful to our listeners. I know Mm, this has really turned into a gratitude practice story. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) All right. right, Should we take another quick break? Yes. We'll be back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, so okay, let's uh, let's wrap things up with some voicemails here. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Hi, I just had my very first pause the pod moment listening to Dory talk about how she likes to mix cereals, um, and my four-year-old uh, insists on having mixed cereal all the time, and he calls it cereal salad. Um, so you just have salad for breakfast. That's all I got. I love you guys. Bye. Love that. Love that so really? much. Cereal salad. Have you ever Cereal heard of um, salad? You ever heard of a chip salad? No. I don't know where I learned about this, but it's where you mix like all different kinds of chips together. It's really good. I mean, this is basically why I like Chex Mix. Yes, it's exactly. It's like, yes, Dory, you're just Chex Mixing your sal- your cereals. I'm Chex Mixing my cereals. Sometimes with actual Chex, although not usually, but sometimes. What if you had Chex Mix and poured milk on it? That would be that would gross. Be that would be disgusting. Yeah, it would. I, I don't think, think I would like that. would be kind of gross. Yeah. All right. Should we listen to another voicemail? Yes. Hi, guys. Um, I'm calling about perfume. I recently have got back into the world of perfume after not wearing it for like 10 years with when I had uh, babies. And I found it really hard to figure out um, what how to buy it because you try it, you know, in the shop, there are so many and it's impossible to tell them apart and then you put it on your skin but then you don't really know what it really smells like for a long time and um, I've just found that, like, I feel like there's something that I'm missing. Is there a way that you're meant to, like, appropriately test perfume? Um, And what do you do when you spend, like, $200 on a bottle and then, like, after wearing it a few days, it smells really different than it did in the shop, which is what's happened to me. Um, and also I read that maybe they get shaken up in transit and then you need to let them settle. Anyway, I thought maybe there was a whole world of information out there about how to look after perfumes and test perfumes properly and figure out how to buy them. And um, I don't know, what am I missing? Can you help me out? Thank you. Ooh. Mm, I love talking. What a fun question. Yeah. Well, you know, and I was listening to this voicemail and my best friend sent me a fragrance for my birthday, which I'm very excited about. She had seen me try it in a store and I decided not to buy it. And then she bought it for me like eight months later. Oh, my gosh. I know. So I was like, oh, perfumes in my and also I'm actually just taking the steps into moving transitioning into a new perfume. So this this was a very timely call listener. I can say that I am an am an obsessive perfume sample collector. 
and I use samples and to, and to really get a feel for if I want to make the purchase. Yes. So that is, that is the that great is, thing about perfume is there's always samples. Yes. I, I think, and I think you have to like, you have to wear the perfume if you can, before you make the purchase, because you have to see how it sits on your skin. If it lasts, if you like the way it dries down, if the way it smelled in the store actually like an hour later, you're like, Oh no, this is not for me. Um, perfume, I think takes I, I, an impulse buy for a perfume is rare for me personally. And I, I would advise going slow. I think that's really good advice. Also because like the way things smell in a store, especially a store devoted to perfume where there's like a million other scents in the air it's just going to be different than the way it smells when it's on your skin out in the world. So that's why yes. I agree, Kate. It's really important to get a sample, test it out. Don't feel pressured. A good perfume salesperson will not pressure you. And will know Thanks, that Dory. like you need to try. Yes. A hundred percent agree. Like you're right. They will not the the feeling of of pressure is the worst and i feel like that sometimes leads you to buy or if you're like me leads you to buy something you might not actually be ready to buy yeah um, and also when you're like in the shopping experience and i realize we're not like all walking into department stores right now but there's also this kind of like heightened heightened endorphin situation where you're like shopping money totally like, I want stuff <laughs> like, you know that like con- consumer high yes. that yes. maybe doesn't leave to the mo- lead to the most thought out choices so you can even some perfume companies will like they'll sell a small sample for a little bit of money which like it still costs money and is annoying but at least you can then like take the perfume out for a test drive yes totally totally the other thing dory i do is i buy a lot of perfume used oh interesting like from ebay no, it's normally from friends, like in kind of like sa- like sale groups, um, mm-hmm. where I will post like I really like this perfume. I did this with a Byredo perfume, but I don't want to. I didn't want to spend like two hundred dollars on it. And a friend had a bottle they had used like, you know, a a quarter of it, or, and they didn't love it, so they sold it to me for like fifty bucks. So, and you're still getting a full bottle of perfume. No, look, maybe that's not everybody's cup of tea, but that's how I get perfume on the cheap. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you, Dory. <sighs> what perfumes right. are you wearing, listeners? What scents are you wearing? Yeah, you let know. us know. I'm about I'm about to go. A friend is gifting me a bottle that they don't want of Lilabo Ambrette, which I have used a sample of and, and used it to the last drop and have decided that I want to commit to it. Mm-hmm. so that's where i'm headed in terms of my sense what are, are you are you spraying are you wearing your gucci what are you wearing right now dory no the gucci, the bloom? gucci i love the gucci bloom i find it is a little strong for in-home use it's really a perfume that wants to breathe and like be outside in the world mm. you know Mm-hmm. So I haven't I haven't really been wearing it. I will sometimes spritz some of my Kai perfume on when I oh, want just nice. like a light floral scent. Um, but otherwise, I haven't been wearing a ton of perfume because I I like I like kind of I guess 
not like heavier scents, but like I feel like the scents that I wear sometimes out in the world are a little stronger. Um, like the one of my favorite scents is Diptyque Eau Duel, which is oh, wow. quite uh, bold, <laughs> if you will, and just just like not appropriate for working from home. Um, so, you know, that's my spiel. Okay. Are you still wearing well, the Glossier perfume? I, I mean, I, I love, I wear perfume every day. I love scents. I love smells. I love smelling other people. I will like go up to people and comment on their smells. I'm out of my mind. So, uh, yes, I do wear that. I, I have like a whole, I vary my scents based on my mood. Um, I really love bronze goddess, which is my, like kind of one of my big go-tos. And then the one my best friend just sent me is by a fragrance company called MCMC and it's Phoenix and it's an oil. Mm. It's really lovely. Yeah. It's very, it's very kind of sweet. It's, um, it says peach, neroli flower and vanilla, but especially in the summer, it's just kind of, I like those floral scents. So I'm all over the board yeah. though. I love um I love all sorts of smells. I like a pear. That's why I think I'm going for this ambrette. I love a pear scent. You know, I used to wear there was a there was a scent by Fresh. Do you remember Fresh? Mm. Yeah. That was a pear scent and I wore that for a while and it was really, really lovely. I agree. A pear scent is really nice. Oh, interesting. I have to look that one up. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. recommendation there (laughs) thank you well i had a suggestion for an activity dory it's one you already do okay let's talk about it yeah i suggested let's do crosswords (laughs) because you and i had an interaction yesterday that was a little terrifying in which oh yes 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 (laughs) i completely erased a conversation we had from my memory and then you said it was over text so i could be like um (laughs) don't worry dory was on it she sent me the screenshot of the conversation and i was like oh yeah wow (laughs) it was a real moment for me i'm a little worried about my memory going away so i then i started googling memory exercises and crosswords are a big one so look i'm i'm probably not the only one out there forgetting conversations let's do a crossword I am a big fan. Um, I have the New York Times crosswords app on my phone. I at least attempt the crossword every day. Although as the as the week goes on, it gets harder and harder. And so by like Thursday, I'm usually like, Ugh. and Friday is just <laughs> Saturday's impossible. Um, anyway, my husband does it every day. But there's also, um, you know, the New York Times crossword app also has a daily mini crossword. Yes, I like that, that one. That is really fun and quick and is just a nice way to kind of like get your brain going. And then there's also a spelling bee game. That's very fun, in my opinion. So look, word games. That's where we're at right now. Word today. games. You know, people, I also think that um, Sudoku, which I have not played mm-hmm. in years, but Sudoku can kind of do similar things in terms of like brain agility. Yeah. Well, I need, I need all the help I can get Dory. (laughs) 
So I'm going to get you one of those big like workbooks that they sell in like airport bookstores. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like my mom and grandparents were always lugging yes. around. Yep. yep. And like Thank large you. print. I'm going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, it's been a treat as always to talk to you, Dory. Likewise. Likewise. Um, um, we will, uh, we'll be back. We will. Bye everyone.